planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Um, how's things going uh, all the way down there? Uh, busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, just trying to get uh, everything prepped for uh, heading over to the UK for some festivals and then Japan and America and Mexico. And, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, because uh, Voyager are about to uh, head off in a, a few weeks, which is uh, it, it, one hell of a tour. I mean, as you mentioned, UK, Japan, US, Mexico, uh, and you're no stranger to, to doing those kind of tours. And it looks like it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun, but it must take a, a hell of a lot of planning as well. I mean, how much is it from a personal point of view have you got to sort of prep in the lead up for that? Is, is it a lot to do? Oh, of course. I mean, we're lucky that we've got uh, an amazing uh, team behind us. So we've got a fantastic manager um, in the UK and um, booking agents as well that sort of help out trying to liaise and uh, get us these awesome shows. But, I mean, for us, I mean, playing Bloodstock is just huge. I could have dreamed about playing a festival like that since I was a kid, so that's a pretty big bucket list thing for me to tick off. Um, but yeah, there's heaps to prep. I mean, you gotta you gotta sort out transport and flights, itinerary uh, for what you're doing. You know, how many shows do you want to do? Do you want to do a quick run, or do you want to do a bunch of dates? Is there anything available? Um, accommodation? <laughs> Crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is a hell of a lot. I mean, I, you know, just going going on holiday for a weekend's bad enough for me trying to pack everything, let alone going away on a on a few week trip, <laughs> plus the right. gear and stuff. It never gets any easier. You try and make it as um, uh, well. We've gotten pretty good at compressing our gear into uh, a smaller amount of gear so that we don't have you know, entire amplifiers and drum kits and stuff going mm-hmm. over with us. So, I mean, because it's hard. It's hard coming from Australia um, and Perth especially. I mean, we're just far away from everything. Um, so we've got to try and do things on the cheap as possible because <clears throat> it's just quite expensive. That's, that is crazy. And, of course, you know, you mentioned you're playing uh, Bloodstock. I mean, that is insane. I mean, like Judas Priest, Gojira, Abigail. I mean, and that's only just... The surface. It's insane that lineup. I mean, who are you pumped to play with? Who are you pumped to see on that? I mean, I'd love to go. There's so many bands on each of the festivals that I'm just stoked to be, um, you know, playing with because we're, we're doing a few different ones and they're all sort of to a different um, uh, demographic as well. So the first festival we're playing is Ramblin' Man. You know, got a lot of the old old school prog. Um, Fans, so I'll be like probably an older audience there, um, you know. And there's bands like uh, Steel Panther and the, the Cult, 
Um, who else is playing? Um, Sons of Apollo playing. Uh, Fish. It, so that's going to be like an older sort of audience. So that'll be cool. Um, then you've got Texas where we're playing with like some awesome like sort of modern modern bands. Um, you know, like Six and um, the Contortionist. <clears throat> you know, it's just insane. And yeah, and then Blood Sweat, you were like Emperor, we were playing with, and Gajira, as you mentioned, Judas Priest, it's just nuts. Um, so I think we, you know, in terms of reaching a, a lot of different people, this, with, with the shows we're doing, it's going to be um, pretty successful. And then obviously we're trying, we've got a couple of um, our own shows we're squeezing in there as well for people that just want to come and see us. In regards to, you know, playing festivals like that, have you found that, you, you know, you've had uh, a band that you've been a fan of and, you know, members come up to you and introduce themselves and sort of let you sort of slack you on the floor going a couple of them having this moment? Have you had one of those? Oh, tons of times. Like, done it at Euroblast. Um, you know, even when you go on tour with bands that you that you respect and admire. Like, I mean, when we went on tour with Leftless, that was huge for me because I'm a massive Leftless fan. Mm. Um, and they're also awesome people and have become very good friends of ours. So just sometimes you pinch yourself and you're just like, this is just weird. <laughs> it's like really, really weird. It's really cool when, when they're awesome people, though, and you actually do become friends with them and you have a lot in common with them. That's, that is just a really, really, really cool part of it. Um, and, and actually just meeting people in general, not even just people that, I like in the bands, but just meeting fans is awesome. Um, people from all over the world usually at festivals as well. So, you know, you play a festival in Germany and there's people from America or Australia there and you just randomly meet these, these amazing people that have these awesome stories as well and they're like, tell you how much your music has affected them and it's, yeah, it's just really sometimes just bothers the mind, but it's, Super, super humbling. Are there people out there that, you know, you've been on tour and you've met people like that and you've built up those lifelong, like, friendships and relationships? Have you, you know, you got, like, you know, super strong uh, friendships now because of that? Oh, definitely. I mean, we like I said, Blackbirds, we got along with um, amazingly and they came back on their own tour this time and then we hung out with them heaps. Um and we're always talking about how we want to tour again, just so we can spend some time together <laughs> as well and watch each other play. We, we genuinely just watch, enjoy watching each other perform as well. Um, and that sort of mutual respect and mutual admiration um, you know, inspires you as well. It's just amazing. Um, trying to think of other people. I mean, we, we toured with Evergrey and Ocean Machine and Imperialis. In America a couple of years ago, um, you know, we still chat with the, the guys from those bands quite often as well. I think it's like going and doing a long tour together with bands. You kind of solidify um, a really good bond with each other when you mm. kind of go through a lot of shit together on the road. So <laughs> just weird stuff that no one else will understand or find funny or... Or I understand how harrowing it was if it's something bad. You know, 
unless you were there. So you've kind of got these experiences that you've gone through with these people and, you know, no one else will, you know, will understand it really, but it's awesome. In saying that, mentioning, you know, those some of those experiences, I mean, what what's the trickiest situation you found yourself in while on tour? Test probably, well, probably got a few like stories. Crap things that have happened. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, you know, like crashing your RV, um, you know, and ripping an entire door off of it. That was fun. Oh. Um, at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> on a sign that had been hit by someone else that you couldn't see, and then when we fixed the sign, it said. Please be careful of the bend. My last sight's not really working. It was pointing in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, just, yeah, driving is always a nightmare. Um, you tend to do it, uh, we tend to do a bit of it ourselves, but even mm. the people that like, do it with us are usually friends or um, crew members as well. So um, navigating through New York City, um, being stuck in a traffic jam for two hours and literally arriving at the venue 20 minutes before doors or 10 minutes before doors, that was fun as well. And uh, our driver having to change drivers with Danny because he needed to go to the toilet stuck in traffic jam. <laughs> 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 so, you know, just, just weird stuff like that and, you know, realising that you need to double back <laughs> because most of the time you just don't shower on the road and everyone mm. just smells and looks atrocious. And so when you find a shower, it's, it's pretty magnificent. And some of the venues, though, some of the showers uh, and toilets and things like that have got some pretty interesting stuff going on there as well. There was one venue in America where I heard, like, an argument going on between this African-American couple, and they were, like, uh, one of them was selling like food in the toilets, and the other one was a cleaner. And the the, the woman was basically just like, you know, I'm I'm done with this shit, and like left. <laughs> and I was wondering what they were arguing about. And I proceeded to get out of the toilet once I was finished my business, and sort of looked around the bathroom and noticed that there was this one toilet that I think it was a disabled toilet. That been like as a bigger one and it was covered it looked like someone had been murdered in this toilet <laughs> I've never seen anything like this in my life and apparently it was an oasis and apparently the oasis just went pretty wild at this this thing I don't think Cleveland or something it was, it was just insane like you just see some weird weird shit when you're on the road and especially when you're going through different towns and the different demographics and uh, you know, socioeconomic statuses of some places that you go to as well. You get, you get your eyes really, really opened. See, that's that's the thing with uh, touring like that. I mean, to, oh, to the average Joe, it's awesome. But, I mean, to the average Joe, they think that uh, bands are jetting around in private planes and... Uh, oh, yeah, they think you sex, drugs and rock, rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. They totally think that... You know, we're playing shows, everyone's doing everything for us, and, you know, we're 
got groupies like hanging out with us and we're doing heaps <laughs> of blow or whatever. It's nothing like that at all. It's actually like um just quite you're trying your best to actually be as normal as possible and um yeah, people would probably be quite disappointed if they saw what, what bands actually look forward to after um playing a set and then having to do the whole pack up and set down stuff themselves. Most of us are doing it. Um, like I said, on the cheap or mm. just trying to do it, be as self-sufficient as possible. So we don't have, you know, 20 crew unloading a truck. Um, we do it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we're doing a tour with another two bands, you know, you've, you've got a truck filled with three other bands here and, you know, we're basically doing everything and helping one another out, set up and take gear away and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty grueling, but it's it's awesome. I mean, the stuff that you get to see and experience um, is life changing. Um, but yeah, I mean, some a lot of it's not pretty. But you know what? It's living the dream. Yeah, I, I for me it is, and some people I can totally understand why some people do it though and go, this is totally not for me. Like I totally understand that. I mean, it takes um, you really have to like be a special person. To, to enjoy that, uh, the, the touring aspect of it. The way I sort of look at it is uh, there's always the kids that loved going to school camp and the ones that were homesick. Yeah, it's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't want to go home. They want to stay out there and uh, keep uh, partying on. But, hey, man, I'd, I'd absolutely love to do it. In in regards to uh, Ghost Mile, which came out about a year ago, I guess you guys are still on the touring cycle of that album, right? Yeah, definitely. So we're we're basically just trying to get as much tool as we can with that um, before going on to the next um, cycle. Um, that doesn't mean that we're not thinking ahead, because mm. obviously you're always thinking ahead as a, as a musician, and there's always ideas and things floating around, both tool-wise and musically. Um, but... Yeah, you want to get as much as you can. You don't want to release an album and then don't tour on it. I mean, that's, that's the marketing aspect of doing a tour, you know, is getting out there and playing. That's that's what you're selling your product, essentially. Um, and that's the fun part, you know. You, you, you do all the hard work and, you know, the hours in the studio tracking and perfecting it um, and, and touring sort of the, uh, the, the reward. Um, at the end of it, so why would you not want to last as long as possible until you put yourself through that hell again? <laughs> so I, I guess I mean you're playing a few places where you've you've played recently after the the release. So I'm, where have you found that you've gone back to and you know they're starting to sing along with the latest album and stuff like that? Where do you get the best responses in in terms of that? Look, Australia's always great to do because it's still home country um, and obviously first we've always got a special place to be playing home shows um, but what we did notice on the last European and UK tour was actually the UK the, the, the difference from when we did our first sort of toilet tour there you know doing it rough and playing like really small shows <laughs> sort of starting to build the fan base that's never been there before and then just coming back and doing this tour was uneven structure. We, the, the difference in the crowds was just 
unbelievable. Like, um, all I could say is maybe it's because we've got a UK manager and he's mm. really in a PR and, and organising all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, the turnouts were great. The response, um, we had a lot of people that knew all the words. I mean, a lot of people there I'd never seen as well, like new people that had obviously discovered us and sort of the, the, the three, the three or so years since we've been there previously. So it's always really nice to see that, is to see that, oh, okay, there's progress, um, you know, and there's growth going on. Um, so, uh, that that's that's what I enjoy. I think I really want to do another big American tour. Would be um, probably next if we can on the cards for next year because we've got a really great fan base over there as well. Um, extremely loyal and um, you know, like when we've done Kickstarters and stuff in the past, they've always been like tons of American fans buying our stuff. So definitely want to get back over there as well. So if you could hit the road in the US or even Europe, anywhere, with one band, who would that be? Who would be your bucket, bucket list? Who's on top of that bucket list? Well, I'm going to pick some a band I've not toured with yet. Um, I would love to do a massive tour with Tesseract. Um, yeah. That would, be, that would be a dream. Um, also, we're friends with Dan Tompkins. We've done, like, he's done a few bonus vocal tracks. On a couple of our albums, and obviously uh, uh, Scott used to do Absent Hearts with with Dan as well. So I'd love to go on the road with those guys. I think they've got a very similar sense of humour to us as well. Um, and I think musically, I think it's a really good match, and and just to play some sort of bigger bigger venues, um, pack out some big venues with them, great. So if anyone from Tesseract listening, please. Can we go on tour with you? They're <laughs> 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 doing that in, oh, when are they coming? Like October or something? November? I okay. think. Yeah. With Circles? I'll be a sick tour. I mean, I'm really loving the new album, so I'm probably going to be like, look like a massive fan girl up the front, like a loser. I look like a player, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to love Brisbane in September, but yeah, you're right. How the yeah. hell did I even forget that? Yeah, I think it's that's right. I think it's when we either just come back or we it's either just before or just after Pog Power our tour. I just can't mm. remember. I think it might be after. It might be when we come back from um, America and Mexico. So I'll be a nice welcome back. Disc go to the Tesla show. Get in the mosque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, me too. Me too. I'm getting older now, so I'm starting to lose touch with these people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's that's unreal. And, uh, of course, uh, new album. I mean, have you guys uh, got demos oh, ready? We've all got plans for things. Um, there's nothing sort of uh, set in stone or anything um, as yet, but there's always plans. Um, and we're always inspired. Uh, we tend to have this uh, habit of after we, like, just as we're releasing an album, we can start getting inspired again and writing. We have, like, an influx of writing. Because we'll see what happens. I mean, it's just ideas and things at the moment. But, mm. um, yeah, there's always plans. There's always plans. You have to. It's like a business um, at the end of it. It's like we're sort of fun. 
Um, but it is a it is a business, so you've always got to be looking ahead and you know having things put in place um, loosely, so you've got an idea of what you want to do say in the next twelve months. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, Bosma was great. Really happy with the direction that we've been going in, and and uh, the music and sound both right together. Um, it's just like we feel like we're definitely hitting our stride now as a band and just very excited about the next 12 months. That's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's a journey. It's a, it's a cyclical journey that you go through. So it's, it's awesome. The whole process is um, even the stressful stuff when you get to the, the finished product when it comes out. It makes it all worthwhile. And like I said, the touring is a reward at the end of it. So... Absolutely. And, uh, of course, I mean, apart from that, I mean, what else uh, does 2018 have uh, in store for you guys? Any Anything you can, uh, sp- any beans you can spill? Oh, there's some beans that I can't spill, but there is uh, definitely some things in the cards that, that will be announced probably in the next month, which I'm guessing. But I, I can't give away anything really more than that. But, yeah, there's, there's still some some big stuff to be announced uh, for this year, and then hopefully 2019 is going to be an even bigger year. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, you know, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to chat to us again, and you know, no as I said earlier, um, I was stoked to to finally have have a chat with you, and it's uh, I can't wait to see what you guys do next. It's going to be sick. Yeah, I'm really hoping we can get out and do another um, Australian run. That would be. Uh, feel off the, the, the album cycle really nicely. Um, we haven't been over east for well, since we did, well, we did the Progress shows in <clears throat> January with Leprous. That was awesome. But we haven't done our own shows since the Ghost Mile Tour. So, yeah, I think it would be really nice to get back over and just go have a beer with a few, few friends from afar again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for uh, chatting on the show and uh, we'll have to stay in touch. I'll see you soon. Uh, yeah, for sure. Thank you. Right, see you, man. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your EVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with EVIC and Harris Peter Fuel Points. 